Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today. If you're on the live stream, sorry I'm coming a little bit late. I've been trying to bring in some new technical aspects because, indeed, I thought I'd seen it all. And this morning, I always like these times to be very, very encouraging and uplifting and inspiring. Sometimes uh, the news is less than that. And of course, this is uh, just 48 hours after the terrible attacks in Israel. And you would think that um, America would come together and be united about how wrong that is. I couldn't get the sound, but I'd like to show you some things from my Twitter feed. This is, a, this is from the Brandenburg Gate in Germany, where, uh, let's see, if, uh, uh, let's see, can't show it again, I'm sorry. But from the Brandenburg Gate in Germany, where thousands and thousands of Germans gathered together in singing and mourning and support of Israel, and this from a country that 75 years ago was involved in the Holocaust, which was up until, which was the the slaughter that happened just a few days ago in Israel, was the worst attack on Jewish people the most deadly attack on Jewish people since the Holocaust. But in our country, we didn't see that. In our country, of all places, it's hard to imagine some of the scenes that were out just yesterday. For instance, if if this will come up, again, it may or may not, my technical issues I've been working on here, Uh, this was a scene from yesterday in New York City where thousands and thousands of people gathered together in support of Hamas and against Israel. Now, listen, there might be people who support uh, Palestinians, and there might be people who think Israel's in the wrong. I can understand that. But to march in the streets supporting what they did hours, simply hours after such a massacre, I thought I'd seen it all. I thought I'd seen it all. And then, folks, we have within our own country, we have certain people in the Democratic Party. They're called the Squad. AOC, who is uh, uh, from Congresswoman from New York, and these people demonstrating in favor of Hamas were Socialist Democrat, which is what she is, or Democratic Socialist. It's what she is. And others who were in the Squad, this this number about seven, eight, nine. Democratic congressmen who have all come out basically saying uh, we need to understand why they would why these people would do this. No, there's no 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 reason to understand why people would go slaughter innocent civilians and target innocent v- civilians and shoot them in their beds while they're sleeping and 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 go to a rock concert where they shot and killed two hundred sixty thousand or excuse me two hundred sixty people and took captives, women captives, who are undoubtedly being brutalized now. This is a shocking event. What concerns me, and I urge us to continue to pray, and yesterday I talked about the importance of America as a superpower standing behind Israel, because Israel's response will be brutal. Israel's response will be to wipe out and destroy Hamas. And I want to say I fully support that, but it will be ugly. It will be ugly, and there will be scenes that come on our television that are ugly scenes that are, that are heartbreaking to us because we love human beings. We don't want to see anyone suffer. And yet, 
when something, things like this have happened, it must be dealt with, and it can't be allowed to remain. These are not people you can buy them off. These are not people some money would change their attitude. These are not people who have a little bit of freedom. We've tried that. These are people who are filled with hatred, and they're, they're ideologically want to destroy the Jewish people and the nation of Israel, and it cannot be tolerated. It cannot be tolerated. But there is a strain of people here in America And I sometimes stop and think, and I don't want to be unnecessarily alarming here, but when I saw these thousands of people marching through the streets in New York, Chicago, Seattle, I would imagine also in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and maybe other large cities in America, it says, what's going on? What's happening here? We've lived a relatively free, uh, a, a period relatively free of terrorism, at least of Islamic terrorism, actually for about the last seven years, but it's now rearing its ugly head again. And it's now been emboldened by this. It was pretty much shut down during the Trump years. And ISIS in March 23rd, 2019, ISIS was destroyed. It was the, the last bit of it was, was destroyed. Now it could rear its ugly head again because the ideology can live on, but its leadership was taken out and, it's, and it was destroyed. In 2000, in January of 2020, the, 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 the orchestrator from Iran, and Iran is the one behind all this, was taken out, and he was, just, and he was killed. And this was uh, cutting off, shall we say, the head of the snake, the people who are behind this terrorism and who are funding it and who are the masterminds of it and the leadership of it was taken out. And for a brief time now, we have had a fair amount of security. However, and I and this is not, I hate to make this about political, but it is related to a worldview of those who are our leaders. One of the first things Joe Biden did when he entered into uh, office was restore millions, hundreds of millions of dollars of funding to the Palestinians in Gaza. It had been cut off during the Trump administration, basically saying, "You guys aren't negotiating seriously. If you don't negotiate seriously, you're not going to get money." And and indeed, there was a time of, of their pressure upon them to solve this problem. And one of the first things that was done when, when uh, Joe Biden came to office was to restore those hundreds of millions of dollars. As we know, just on 9-11, just a few weeks ago, on 9-11 of all days, we had a hostage uh, a prisoner exchange in which we paid over $1 billion per American to get out of out of uh, Iranian jails that were being held hostage. $1 billion. Now, where's that money going? And the administration must think we're crazy to say, no, they're not using it for terrorism. They're using it for medicine and food. Well, okay, but money that that the Iranians would have had set up for money and food, now that's going over to terrorism. And just weeks later, we see what's happened. My friends, America plays a role in this. America plays a role in this, and we've got to, and I say today, and I want us to pray and continue to stand firm with this, the nation of Israel, because what has happened is going to be ugly, and it will be difficult for us to understand, but it will be, uh, it'll be something I believe will be necessary to root out this wicked, evil hatred that is demonic. It is demonic. And, and I don't—and governments, you know, you, we can pray and we must pray, and we're praying for revival amongst the Palestinian people and revival amongst the Jewish people, the Israeli people. 
But believe me that sometimes as governments, a government can call its people to prayer, but it also must respond with force. That's there. We've got to understand in our church now, we're teaching a series on forgiveness. And sometimes as Christians, we're called to forgive and, and so on. But that doesn't mean that the role of governments, their, their role is not to forgive. Their role is to make sure there's justice done and that there's peace and security for its people. That's the role of government, according to Romans chapter 13. Now, I want to say one other thing that I, I, don't, I, I just think should call us to prayer. And that is this, when I saw these thousands of people marching through our streets yesterday and the, and the video of them, it was shocking. I couldn't believe it. Again, it's one thing to support the Palestinians. It's another thing to, to march in support of them after what had just done. Context matters. And I, I, I thought if just one out of a hundred of those marchers were himself to take up a gun and be violent and were to do what the people of Hamas, that they were celebrating if just one out of a hundred were to do what the, they were celebrating had been done in Israel, were to do that, the carnage that would happen in our nation would be incredible. If out of the millions of people who've crossed our border illegally and have not been vetted and, have not, and are now loose in our country, millions of people because we have not secured our border and people from all over the world are crossing through it, if just one out of a thousand of them were a terrorist and lying in wait to act as was done in Israel. My friends, we are so vulnerable in our nation. We are so vulnerable. And I just, I've issued this call before, and I just need to say it again, that we must humble ourselves before God as a people. And I would wish, hope the whole nation would. And if the whole nation doesn't, at least I hope that we in the church do, do that our churches would, would recognize that we would not be so comfortable and we would not feel so secure in our, in our freedoms and our prosperity that we don't realize how vulnerable we are to evil people. The Lord has got to be our rock. The Lord has got to be our refuge. The Lord has got to be our protector. Because indeed, if we're counting on our government, our police, our uh, military, we have opened up our country. We have welcomed in people who hate us. We have not vetted people coming in and people who do hate us like they hate Israel. And believe me, as the Iranian parliament this weekend, the parliament was standing and shouting death to Israel, death to America, death to Israel, death to America. Uh, listen. Let's realize that our vulnerability, and we must crowd to the Lord, and we must do what we can to prepare ourselves. And I urge you and your family to do what you can for your own safety, okay? Now, one other thing to pray about. This is likely to spiral into something much bigger. It's very light. Iran is behind this. We have moved warships into the middle, into the closer into Iran. Uh, it, it's, it's now known it wasn't just speculated, but it's now been verified that Iran was behind the planning of this, and they're also behind the planning of what's going on with Hezbollah. It, there is a good chance that Hezbollah will enter in and Israel will be being attacked from the north and the south, and that they also, in their retaliation, may go after Iran, which is behind this, in which case America could easily be drawn into this, and uh, if so, Russia drawn into this as an ally of Iran. My friends, 
the world's a dangerous place. We lack leadership. We lack clear-minded leadership in the United States right now. We really do. People who understand what's going on and who can make bold decisions to protect the safety of people. And we see what bad leadership can lead to things like what have happened. And I'm, I'm just going to be straightforward. I really do believe there is blood on our hands in America because our decisions have emboldened those who did what they did these last few days. Might it have happened without us? Perhaps. Might it have happened with us? Do we bear some responsibility for how our administration and our country has emboldened those and appeased those who had evil intent and have and and expressed that evil intent and and changed the policies of instead of being tough with these people we gave them money i think we bear some responsibility i really do and i hope that our leadership wises up and straightens up because we are in a very dangerous time let's go to prayer father in heaven we grieve, we're shocked and grieved as we see within our own nation, people celebrating what happened in Israel this weekend, celebrating the slaughter of innocent people, celebrating the slaughter of children and women and taking of hostages. Lord, these are war crimes. These are war crimes, and it should be condemned by all, and it's not right in our very own land. And Father, we, we acknowledge our own vulnerability we acknowledge the people in our own cities. Uh, Lord, how can we trust them when they would celebrate such a carnage and such evil? I pray, O oh God, and I come to you today confessing and repenting the, play, the role that our nation has played in, in, in enabling terrorists and enabling evil people and what they did this weekend. Lord, we ask your forgiveness and mercy. Lord, we, we think deeper. We think of how our nation, so many in our nation, have rejected you and now have lost all ability to discern what's good and evil and, and the ability to, to make judgments. Lord, I've seen it on campus for decades where people have lost the ability to, to call good good and to call evil evil and to make moral judgments and to stand up against what's wrong. And, oh, God, it has infected our society. It's infected our civilization our education, our media, and us, and even our churches. Oh, God, we repent before you today. And I pray, Lord, that our governmental leaders would have insight, wisdom, and would speak properly. And they'd know who the good guys are and the bad guys, and they'd have the courage to stand up for what's good and right and true. But, Lord, I also pray this for our churches and our Christian leaders to have this same courage, Lord, because because our people have lost this discernment and our leaders have lost this discernment. Oh God, give us understanding, wisdom, and courage to say what's right and good and true. Lord, we confess our, we are vulnerable. Our country is vulnerable. Our society is vulnerable. We confess, Lord, that we think we're not. We think we're high and mighty and comfortable and secure. And we think our military or our whatever will support. Lord, Oh, Father, there are evil people. We're more vulnerable than we realize. We come to you as our rock, our, our fortress. We come to you as our high tower. We trust in you. And I pray that we as a people would. We pray, Lord, for revival and the going forth of the gospel in our land here in America, in amongst the Israeli people, 
the Jewish people in Israel, and Lord, amongst the the Muslim people in, in Palestine and Iran. We pray for them to rise up. We pray for them to rise up, and we pray for a gospel revival in these parts of the world. And we ask it all in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. I wish I knew how to show these clips online in a live stream. It was inspiring to hear the Germans singing in solidarity. It was frightening to hear people in our cities crying death to Israel, death to uh, long live Palestine. And one other clip that I wish I could have shown you in a soccer match this weekend in Iran, in which uh, White Rose started, the Iranian, they showed the, the Palestinian flag, the Hamas flag, and began waving it on the, on the boards there at the soccer match with, with tens of thousands of people. And the crowd began to shout anti-Hamas chants in, in Iran. And we should pray the people of Iran would rise up against their wicked, wicked government and demand the overthrow and that there be freedom and that there be a, a I've heard of many people coming to Christ in Iran. We've got to pray for miracles, my friends. We live in a day we've got to be praying for miracles. And that's what we ask. Thanks for joining me today. If you're new, we come here every day. We usually get into the Bible and talk about scripture and how we can grow. I think the, the events of this weekend have warranted the last couple of days, giving some background and talking about current events. We'll probably get back into the scripture more directly tomorrow. But listen, you and I have to be people of the Word of God. We've got to be strong. We've got to be mighty. We've got to, we've got to have the Word of God living in our souls because these are, these are dangerous days in which we live. And uh, things can change dramatically. Four days ago, those people in Israel were thinking they were peace, there's peace and security for the most part in their land. I go to Israel each year. I feel safe. For the most part, they were feeling safe. I've talked to some of my friends in Israel here in the last 24 hours. The, the nation is shattered in their sense of security. It's all changed. Everything has changed dramatically for them in the last few days. Don't think it couldn't happen here. Let's have our, let's be solid in Christ. Let's be ready, be prepared for the unthinkable. And how do you get that way? You stand on the rock of Jesus Christ now. Don't wait until, don't wait until an emergency arises. And we have personal crises, health crises, financial crises, relational crises. Sometimes we have big national ones. Whatever be the case, stand on the rock of Jesus Christ now. So when those days come, you're ready. Okay. Hey, thanks for being with me. God bless you. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll Subscribe to the channel, like the video, join us regularly, tell your friends. And until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless and strengthen you. See you then. Bye-bye.